This program is sponsored by Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts. Located on 185 Worcester Street, right on Route 9, they can be reached at 508-545-8105 or at wickedchronicvendorcommerce.com. Wicked Chronic is a boutique-style retail shop that focuses on selling counterculture products such as Wiccan cannabis cultures coming together in a unique setting. You need something for that special spell? Go on down to Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts and speak to Beverly. Tell them Dr. Chris sent you. Check them out today. In the shadows you can hear the sound The rumble of a haunted hellhound Cries the banshee, a terror of the window You also can't see if there's nowhere to go It's the creature listening to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to all the monsters that appear on the television series Supernatural, which is now in its final season. I'm a little few episodes behind. I am your host, Dr. Chris, and with me for this merriment drinking episode, I won't be drinking, but someone else is, Merry Christmas, Mel Heflin. Merry Christmas! I really loved your present, by the way. And what did Mel Heflin get from Christa, Christa Claus? Chris, Chris Claus? Chris Kringle! Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> I got the most wonderful supernatural uh, compendium book, and I got a comic book of Dracula. By me! By you! By of me! Something you were supposed to be modeling for, but unfortunately artists decide to go in other directions and not actually use any of the models. And I was just like, hey, you want to use your body for the Dracula comic? And they were like, yeah, sure. Here, sign this. And then the, uh, the first issue artist just never did that. <laughs> like, none of these people look like the characters, the models. And he's just like, it's kind of hard. And I'm like, is it? So we're moving on to another artist for that comic book. Um, it's going to be starting soon. So, And then from Mel Heflin, hold on, I actually got a bring it up because I don't have it on my screen a little bit off anyway from David Fott comes this amazing portrait which I still have to get printed of me and Mel done up as caricatures I guess for Supernatural I am holding we're both in flannel uh, Mel is really tall for some reason <laughs> I'm not a short girl actually <laughs> how tall are you I'm 5'5 five five, like in half okay that's short <laughs> Not for some people. I tower over the other models at group shoots. Oh, okay. Well, then you must be shooting with, like, Asians or something. I don't know. I'm about five foot seven. Anyway, you just look really tall in this image. Anyway, so there's this image of us in flannel. That's a, uh, I am holding, uh, I'm assuming, John Winchester's journal. You're holding a flashlight, because I guess that's the only thing Scully ever got sometimes on the, uh, the TV series. Surrounding us are, what are those, runes? Yes. Okay, runes. I'm holding a shotgun, and you have Wendy's girl-style hair with very pouty lips and um, some cleavage showing. Yeah. Must be that baby cleavage. 
<laughs> very excellent portrait. Thank you very much, Mel. It will be uh, printed and framed at some point coming up in the future. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. This is about time we had a logo since we've been doing this together for a while. Yeah, that other logo I pretty much hacked together in pieces or whatever and threw it up there when uh, when I was first starting doing this with, uh, with, um, with Kat back in the day. The episode that we're covering, because we, we've run out of Christmas episodes. We've run out of holiday episodes. There was oh, yeah. a holiday episode. For the moment, you never know. They're done with the episodes till uh, don't yeah February, so they're they're done. I think they're doing a Valentine's Day episode again coming up because all the creatures that they've ever killed have come back. So yeah. anyway, 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 last year during the Michael season, for, season fourteen, they did kind of have a Christmas episode. It's just the episode was taking place at Christmas time, but had nothing to do with any Christmas creature, which means no. they've never done Krampus. Uh. So disappointing, actually. I don't understand how hard it is it would be to rent a crappy Krampus costume and just have the makeup department do the head up correctly. I mean, there are yeah. god awful t- uh, directed DVD movies, some of which you have been in, that um, <laughs> that have had shitty Krampuses in them. But we have this. We just we can't do we can't do mummies. We can't do werewolves correctly, and we have never done a Krampus. We did the 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 pagan gods in the first episode that me and Kat did, which has always gotten a lot of shitty feedback, because it was like, oh, your research wasn't done correctly. I'm like, what? The research on the fucking internet? I mean, God. People are picky. Yeah. He's a critic. <laughs> this episode is from season seven, right after Bobby died. Um, what uh, Episode 18, and Mel has a plot synopsis for us. I sure do. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. <laughs> it aired March 30th, 2012. It's season 7, episode 18, and in the episode, Garth calls Sam and Dean for assistance in battling a ghost that you can only see when drunk. There is a movie, by the way, called Drunk Ghost. It came out in 2015. Uh, Mel is not in this film, and there's really very little information about it on IMDb other than the people who were in it and the director. I found so much online, but not the stuff that we were specifically looking for except when I looked up Shoujo or Yorei. Okay, but just for the sake of the episode, we're just going to stick to a Shoujo. So we're not going off on a huge 30 million different directions. That's perfectly fair. We're just going to focus on a Shoujo, which is, Mel? A Shoujo is a Japanese sea spirit depicted with a red face and red hair and a fondness for alcohol. The translation is quite literally shoujo. Also, it's the shoujo is not like the way it's depicted in this episode. This episode a, depicts the shoujo like the ring girl or the grudge. And the ring girl, the type of ghost she was, was an Arnrio. Yes, which, something uh, you're going to encounter coming up when you go to Japan, right? I sure hope. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my apartment is haunted. <laughs> yeah, you do realize what happens. These aren't like easy ghosts to get rid of, right? It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I'll make sure. friends with it. Yeah, I'll I, have sex with it. You'll have sex with it? Is that what you just oh said? My, did I just say that out loud? I think you just said you're going to have sex with a shoujo. I mean, I there's guess. a lot of body hair on that thing. Specifically, because that does not maybe sound you like and a uh, maybe you and the ring girl could like comb each other's hair. By the way, she's like yes. an, she's like ten, so I'm just going to point that out to you. Oh, and speaking of shoujo, I um, typed it into Google Translate using my fancy Japanese keyboard. It came up virgin or young girl. That's interesting. So directly translated, shoujo means virgin or young girl. 
which doesn't make any sense because the actual de depiction of a shoujo, it, the word shoujo is still used in Japan apparently to refer to as a red orangutan. Orangutan. Well, orangutan? yeah, it, it basically it looks like a monkey. Yeah. They're super funny looking, and apparently they're super silly, and they love humans and are very, very rarely uh, vicious. But they didn't want to do that whatsoever for this because uh, they would rather have it look like the ring or grudge girl. Um, and uh, in the episode, the shoujo is played by... I just had it up. Hold on. Um, wow, wait a minute. IMDb does not put her up here in the main cast for some reason. That's so weird. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Oh, she's uncredited. That's why. She's at the very bottom. And so is Jim Beaver. Huh. Um, okay, so she is played by Angela Uyaeda, a business student with talent for martial arts, made her debut in a Sega Genesis commercial. Um, huh. it's, and... Uh, Sega, sorry, Sega commercial in which she played a thief breaking into the Sega complex via, like, the Matrix. And without the horrible makeup on, she is actually stunningly beautiful, and she's a longtime stunt woman in Hollywood still working today. Fabulous. Her last movie came out uh, in 2018, but she has a movie currently in post-production. She was on a TV series called Cult, and she's been in the X-Men and the Fantastic Four movies, which means she's worked for Fox. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can look at pictures of her online, and she is like, she is beautiful. Um, she has all of like the uh, bendy parts or whatever to be a stunt woman. But yeah, she is just flawlessly beautiful in all of her pictures. Um, is she Asian? Of course. She's Asian. Yes, of course she is. I mean, the character was Asian. With so much makeup, I couldn't tell. Oh yeah, she is. She is Asian. My favorite character in the episode is the Japanese chef, by the way. Oh, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. So, in order to dispatch a shojin, uh, there's is there any way to do it in the real world on any of our uh, online information? It didn't specifically say about you know harnessing one or anything like that, but it did say that when ships get too close, like sailors get too close to where they're inhabiting, that they will find a way onto the ship and steal barrels of alcohol. So I would imagine, you know, uh, Ghostbusters, which is coming out sometime soon, would be able to harness one. Um, so it says that a katana blade uh, blessed by a Shinto priest under a uh, running, uh, under, under running water uh, will kill it, and uh, they uh, Dean pulls out a water bottle and starts pouring it on the blade that he bought, or whatever, for the chef <laughs> to bless, which is hilarious. Uh, very like made up on the spot, like what do we do? How do we kill this thing? Kind of thing. <laughs> um, in the supernatural official companion to season seven, which I happen to have here, shojos are described as in the. By the way, this is like the way Eric Kripke, who had just left the show, by the way, so this is season seven, so he's no longer showrunner. But uh, the current showrunner of the show um, was uh, the woman who appears in season six. What's her name? Sarah Gamble. Sarah Gamble. Okay, so this is from the season seven companion, which I have. Which, by the way, season seven's companion to Supernatural by Titan Books, that was the last one. They stopped printing them. They said they just nobody was buying them. 
I'm like, really? Yeah. Dedicated fan show, fan base like this show is not buying these things? That's crazy. And that doesn't mean every fan buys the material, but that's still shocking. They couldn't sell enough of them to warrant keep making one for every season. Yeah, they stopped them at season seven. And the companion book I sent you is an updated version uh, with seasons eight and nine added to it, and they never updated it now. And I'm hoping with the show ending soon, there's going to be a massive colossal like book coming out, hopefully with all sorts of supernatural stuff in it. You know what I mean? Be awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I what really the- love for them to go back to making more supernatural anime episodes as well. Ugh, man, those anime episodes are awful. Okay, so I so- think awful, but they could be improved upon and. I really liked that they expanded some of the, um, you know, they, they continued on some of the uh, storylines. Okay, so Shoujo's described as spirits that have special fondness for alcohol, but not every heavy drinker becomes one when they die. Run rumor persists that people who drown in vats of alcohol become Shoujo's. Same goes for people who die of alcohol poisoning. It's possible it has more to do with how much alcohol has leached into a person's bones at the time of their death. We took the majority of what the myth is and then peppered it with enough stuff to make it supernatural friendly. Co-executive producer Adam Glass explains. So most everything you see in Party on Garth is from the real lore. That's good. I think the only thing that we added was that you can control the spirit and stick it on somebody. That is true too. Because it's basically used to, uh, you know, fuck people up. However... I mean, that may look different. (laughs) Right, right. However, the myths do diverge as some of the lore describes shoujos as friendly spirits. From what I've read, shoujos are not evil which I've also read, states producer Todd Erwin. They're supposed to be happier, more fun-loving creature than people purposely try to get drunk enough to see. 100% true. Now, Garth, who, by the way, this is the first, uh, this is the first episode Garth appears? Or no. he appeared before. Yeah, that's right, he appeared before on a cave. He appeared twice. Okay, yeah. But um, Garth has been pretty much underutilized, probably due to the actor, DB, being, uh, getting more work, but also Garth's a werewolf now, and it sucks. Ugh. I hate that storyline. I love Garth. He's so fun-loving, and he could totally be my boyfriend. I'm sure your husband would have no problem with that. <laughs> Maybe not. I could probably talk to him. Uh, you know, whatever and uh, whatever happens in Japan stays in Japan. <laughs> uh, so Bar- when Garth shows up, he burns and salts the bones of some like woman that the local uh, teenagers tell him is buried oh, in the cemetery. Jenny Greentree. There's actually a slight bit of lore about her, if right. I may. In real life, the real lore comes from Jenny Green Tea, but Jenny Green Tea, Green Tree, uh, on the Supernatural Wiki describes her as. A woman whose family was killed in a fire. She became homeless, and one night in a blizzard, she froze to death in the woods. In Junction City, Kansas, she carved her initials into a tree beneath which she died. Her body was burned in the town cemetery by Garth. Have you ever toured a brewery? I've toured many a brewery. Doesn't Jensen Ackles and and, uh, Jared Padalecki own, like, a brewery or something? I know Jensen owns one in Austin, but that was, like, right after I toured Austin. The actor who plays the chef uh, has been in multiple things and is still working today. In fact, he was just in Midway, which is uh, currently in theaters, um, and has like five things coming out sometime in... Uh, well, sorry, has had... Oh, God damn. He has actually had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 things come out this year. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, uh, two uh, episodes of The Man in High Castle he was in, and then a bunch of shorts, a lot of shorts actually. Uh, so he's a bit part actor. He is in a ton of stuff. A lot of it, like playing like Japanese character, uh, Japanese characters. Probably because he could probably speak Japanese, and that's very helpful in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but God, the guy has a long IMDb list. So once you learn some Japanese, you can start being in all these Japanese. Things. Hey, maybe you'll be in a Godzilla movie oh, while you're in Japan. I know just a little bit. I can say, um, okay, hold on. When they start casting for the new Japanese Godzilla movie, you should totally audition. Nihongo Gahanasemasu. Yeah, what does that mean? I can speak Japanese. Oh, okay. But did you hear what I said about Godzilla? I would love to work on Godzilla. You should find out where the, where Toho Studios is and go apply, because they are going to be making new Godzilla movies uh, for Japan, not the just the ones that we're doing. I really want to work when I'm there. I love the whole thing. Or, how about, uh, because you're into weird and kinky things, how about being a voiceover actress for uh, Hentai? I'm already there. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it makes lots of money, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've actually met somebody who said that they uh, they do the uh, translations for uh, Hentai, and I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, it's... Whew! <laughs> <laughs> I don't translate it, but um, I've I've worked on a few hentais. Oh my! <laughs> the Chinese also have their own version of a shoujo. The Chinese uh, call it the uh, mythical creature named the Shang Shang. Shang Shang. The Shang Shang. Uh, the Chinese character Beryl, translates as green, is also used to refer to uh, a shoujo. So the Chinese have their own version as well. Let me know if you encounter one while you're living over there. What are you drinking right now, Mel? Uh, I've been drinking Sauvignon Blanc, ah. which I got this wine advent calendar for Christmas, and I get a half bottle of wine every day, which is, normally it's way too much for me, but tonight it's just right. Uh, while you're in Japan, Mel, you could also encounter things like a, uh, <laughs> I'm going to butcher some of these names, Kayo Haimi, which is a young woman scorned by her lover and monk named uh, Anachin, who grew cold, lost interest in her, and she became a ghost. Uh, a Yuki Ona, who's a snow woman. Uh, a Shuten Doji, uh, described as a 50-foot-tall, red-bodied, five-horned, 15-eyed demon. Um, you know, just while you're in Sounds Japan. Sexy. Yeah, Yama, Yamabo, which is a mountain ogress. Um, That's sexy, too. A, yeah, a Uji <laughs> no Hashijimi, a uh, woman at the bridge, another tale of a war- scorned woman. All these are, like, scorned women. I Maybe mean, I don't want to want to... Oh, this is the perfect one for you. How about an Oiwa, which is a revenge story about a, a woman who's married to a ronin, and then, um... Wa- but, uh, wait, hold on a second. Revenge story about a famous... Oh, so she was poisoned by her lover, caused all her hair to fall out and her left eye, her eye drooped, uh, learning, upon learning about her disfigurement and betrayal, she accidentally killed herself on a sword, and her ghostly deformed face appeared everywhere to haunt um, her bride to be. I think that's called seppuku, and I'd still do her. Uh, that's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> the demon at the Agi Bridge and the Kuchisaki Ona, which is the slit mouthed woman. You know, your Japanese sounds pretty good. It's about as good as mine. <laughs> I don't speak Japanese fluently, and none of these websites have it, like, spelt out, like, you know, sometimes, like, Wikipedia or the dictionary do. Did you do a little dash over the O for when you say O instead of 
whatever the other pronunciation is for O sometimes. One of my favorite Japanese anime movies of all time is Demon City. Have you ever seen it? I have not. It's about a detective who has to work with a detective from the demon side of Japan, uh, so like the other another dimension. So she's a demon, he's like a human. It is a crime noir story set in like a kind of post-apocalyptic Japan kind of thing, like Akira. It is borderline hentai due to the fact that the female detective um, does get accosted, she gets sexually assaulted, and forced to, like, suck on some, like, tentacle mouth stuff. But nothing, like, penetrates her body in other ways that we can see. That sounds pretty great. It's, I mean, it's actually pretty it's awesome. Like <laughs> the animation, I, I love the animation. It's from 1987. You can easily find it on DVD. The soundtrack just came out on vinyl for the first time in the United States. So, I, But it's one of my favorite anime uh, movies of all time. It is a great uh, horror crime noir anime story with, again, borderline hentai uh, context. I love hentai. I'm sure you do. Well, uh, maybe that alcohol is uh, bringing out, bringing it out, bringing it out for you. Um, I think we, we, I don't think we've ever talked about hentai on this, on this, on this show before. Probably because I'm of the, sure we have. It's us. No, no, <laughs> I don't think we have. Yeah, and there was a comment on Twitter. I haven't logged into the Twitter account in a while. There is a Twitter account for this podcast, but I need to retrieve the login information for it because uh, I switched phones and I didn't transfer that account over. But you can also join us on the Supernatural Creatures Lore uh, group or whatever. There are more people joining. Interact there as well. This show is and is not for kids. I mean, we try to keep things pretty clean. We're not going to get into a lot of subject on hentai. We're not that type of podcast. You can look it up what that means. Uh, my know, former guests on... My former... My former podcast hosts... <laughs> who were high school senior girls <laughs> who, um, who had who, who, their, their parents knew what they did we, we kept the subject matter pretty clean however one of them in one episode exposed that she had watched uh, <laughs> some risque uh, anime once <laughs> and she was like please for the life of you make sure that gets edited out because my parents listen to the show <laughs> but you know I don't have parents, so all bets are off. <laughs> but we're not going to get into the discussion of what hentai is. I can't believe there's no hentai podcast out there, but I looked for one. Anyway. What, one more note on the subject. Rule 32, shoujos do have hentai about them. Of course they do. Of course. So if you're into that, shoujo hentai, just Google it. One of the best scenes in the episode is like Sam and Dean getting more and more drunk on that bottle that they find and like trying to watch the video to see the ghost and then later on Dean like swinging the freaking sword at nothing as Sam's just and like and then it looks like he's using right. the force but really it's Bobby sending the sword to him oh and, and then there's Garth drinking the beer that looks like me by the way if you ever want to imagine me chugging a beer just watch Garth do it on this episode that's what you look like as a drunk is what Gar the way Garth is Oh my gosh, he's so cute. I'm so into it on this, on this episode. And then he turns into a werewolf and I'm not into it anymore. Yeah, no, he's got a couple good episodes before he becomes a werewolf, I believe, right? He does. He's charming. Um, what is your alcohol of choice to get drunk on? Alcohol of choice? In would general. Have to be in general. Either tequila or champagne, but I have not mixed the two together just yet, which gives me an idea. I have... The first time I ever got drunk on something, it was... Um, 
I guess they're like wine coolers, but Mike's Hard Lemonade does have a decent alcohol volume to it. They make a very similar one. Um, Mackenzie's Black Cherry is very good. Yeah. Which brings us specifically to alcohol, which there's a bunch of stuff about when I was doing some research about why um, the word spirit is meant for two things. Um, initially, it meant breath or life which is where we get respiration, blah, blah, blah. Word alcohol comes from Arabic alcohol, which means body-eating spirit, originally. That is pretty much all the notes I have for this uh, drunken ghost episode, as well as any other silly things we can talk about from Japan and other demons. Uh, This is the only time I'm aware that the guys fight something from Japan. However... If you buy the book, the Journal of Bobby Winchester, uh, Bobby Winchester, the, the Journal of Bobby Singer, that also like acts like a a kind of like prequel to the show and talks about what happened to Bobby uh, when his when he had to kill his wife and then the adventures afterwards, including the incident that broke up him and Rufus's friendship, and him and Rufus actually fight a Japanese monster, a spirit of some kind. Fabulous. Don't forget you can check us out, like I said, on the Supernatural Creatures and Lore Twitter. It's a little inactive right now because I've had a new phone. But you can also find me at ChrisDSAV and... At Mel Heflin, but my Twitter is much different. Also, we forgot to mention, Did you? were you in a movie of any kind with a Japanese ghost or Japanese spirit? Uh, unfortunately, not yet. Yet, but when you go to Japan, they're making... Japanese horror movies are big, big, big deal again these days because of the... Uh, did you know they made a Ring versus Grudge movie? I did not, but you know what? I was in a movie with a Japanese director who I actually don't have on hand. I worked on a movie called The Profane Exhibit with 13 directors all over the world. My phone isn't loading fast enough, but Profane Exhibit has a Japanese director in it who did a Japanese-style short, the movie, so there's that. And we may or may not be able to, like, work together in person, but Mel is going to, at some point, shoot a bit of a scene for the Hammer Horror parody trailer that me and uh, a uh, guest of my show, Michael Neal, are going to work on in 2020. I'm excited for that. I'm going to give it my darndest. I'm going to spit polish up the script a little bit, add a couple more things, and uh, Mel will shoot something over there, and it will be added to the trailer, and the trailer will be out sometime in 2020. So look forward to that. Don't forget, you can also find the rest of the the podcast episodes that we've done before, as well as with my previous co-host, Kat, on the uh, RadioHorror.com website, as well as on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play, as well as a couple other sites I think I've just recently been added to. Um, this podcast started in December of 2016 with our first episode being the uh, Season 3 uh, Christmas episode where the brothers fight the pagan gods. Uh, again, that was done with my original co-host, uh, Kat, who has gone off to college to become a videographer. So she herself is also now working in the Hollywood biz in some form. Um, so our hats off to her and all of her good fortune, wherever she happens to may be. Uh, I, know, I think she's home for the holidays right now, but I'm not 100% certain. Um, you can find her on Twitter uh, and on Instagram as well, uh, distinguished by her blue hair, striking blue hair. And uh, there is a picture on her Instagram and my Instagram of the two of us inside the Chevy Impala at a Comic Con that we went to, as well as I'm the both jealous. of us, as the well as the both of us hanging outside the Chevy Impala holding weapons. She is dressed as Dean Winchester, and I am dressed as Castiel. And there's another picture of the two of us uh, on the set of Stranger Things about to fight the Demigorgon. Wonderful. 
you guys better give us some positive feedback and some love because I could definitely use them. We can all use them this holiday season. Thank you once again for checking out the Supernatural Creatures and Lore. Have a happy new year, and we'll be back soon in 2020. We love you guys. In the shadows you can hear the sound The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the wind go You also can't see it